Hello and welcome to another episode of the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week I've got another blast from the past. The Amazing Spider-Man, Volume 1, Number 309, from Marvel Comics. This is a pretty cool treat because this was published in 1987, cover dated to November. So this is a 30-year-old comic book from my collection. Actually, this is another copy of number 309 that I already had back in the day. Now, I had the direct edition, and I just got the new stand edition. I was actually trying to get another book, which was last week's book, Amazing Spider-Man number 332, and I picked up this one because it was also a pretty good price. The creative team is David Michelini, writer, Todd McFarlane, artist, which would be pencils and ink, Rick Parker, letters, Bob Sharon, color, Jim Salakrup, editor, and Tom DeFalco, editor-in-chief. So this really brings back a lot of memories. As you've heard in previous podcasts, I started reading and collecting comics in 1987 with Amazing Spider-Man number 293. So I picked this one up back in late 87, and I was so hooked. I love the art, I love the story, and Spider-Man continues to be my favorite character to this day. The cover features a beautiful drawing of Mary Jane Watson Parker in purple monochromatic tones, contrasted with the villains of the story, Sticks and Stone, who are in yellow and orange, and Spider-Man is the only character in color, so he really stands out. This is actually the first appearance of Sticks and Stone. The cover proclaims, to save his wife, Spider-Man must get through Sticks and Stone. Stone is basically a burly guy that has a lot of guns and weaponry that fire a variety of projectiles, beams, sticky goo. Sticks is much more fascinating, I think, because he's got some sort of death touch, literally. He's shown touching a plant and it withers to nothingness. So just imagine what would happen if it touches actual people. And guess what? Sticks and Stone have been hired to take out Spider-Man. Hired by who? Well, that would be Jonathan Caesar, millionaire creep. There was a storyline around these issues, 307, 8, 9 or so, where Mary Jane was kidnapped. So Mary Jane and Peter got married. They lived in New York. They lived at the Bedford Towers. And one day, she's kidnapped. Peter is out in his autograph tour, signing copies of his book, Webs, which is a collection of Spider-Man photos that Peter Parker took. And he comes home to find a struggle and she's gone. Well, Jonathan Caesar, crazy maniac, millionaire, arranged it all because he's obsessed with the beautiful Mary Jane. The ironic part is that Mary Jane is like three floors below Peter and Mary's apartment and he has her captured. I remember those those issues and how it really got to me how she's trapped and she's so close yet so far from Peter. No spoilers, but this is the epic culmination of that plot line. Jonathan Caesar hires Sticks and Stone to take out Spider-Man. He can't quite place it. Why is Spider-Man looking for Mary Jane? His goons tell him, We just heard the buzz. Spider-Man's looking for the dame. And he replies, really, how odd, he must owe Parker a favor for that silly book of autographs. Perhaps it would be wise to contact some very special bodyguards. Yes. And that's Sticks and Stone. 
These, I'm just digging this classic Todd McFarlane art. The contorted Spider-Man, Dutch angles. Some of these panels are really nice. Uh, broken up or very thick, overlapping. There's a panel where Mary Jane fights back and the panel itself is very jagged and ragged from her action. Cool close-ups. There's a part where it's basically Dirty Harry Mary Jane. Uh, she's got a really big gun and it's smoking. Leave him alone, she says. It's a great shot. The issue feels somewhat like a self-contained story, but you obviously need to know that Mary Jane had been kidnapped and this is the culmination. Even without knowing that, it's a very good action-packed story. There's Spider-Man being tormented about not being able to protect his wife. There's Mary Jane having to hold off the advances of this creep. There's a couple new villains. There's action in the middle of New York. And that's what I always loved about Marvel Comics. They were set in the real world. I've never been to New York City, but I feel I know all about it just by the comics. Just by these Marvel Comics from my youth. So that really takes me back. The Amazing Spider-Man number 309 from 1987. 30 years ago. That's what I read this week. This has been the Weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. See you next week.